0: Chub Step,
1: Jane, Cal creating the ultimate Chub Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle.
0: There is no point in living if you can't feel alive for while you can the monkey boy you burned us gypsy son of a bitch burned us excuse me sir what are you doing to my friend bozo you burned us
1: you think I look like a stalker
0: Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall and the show has started welcome back thank you Pat um, was that to me or to the listeners
1: Still listeners. Oh. I'm all about me, baby.
0: Never mind. You're always on this show. That's true. I actually haven't been I've I've been on every episode.
1: I'd like to do an episode just by myself.
0: I would like to see that.
1: <laughs> Entire 45 minutes of talking to myself.
0: Yeah, it's like how you used to do your your uh radio show.
1: Yeah, the one caller I had that year shocking. But you weren't really asking for callers to be fair. No, I don't I don't know. There's something about, like, I was just never, like, the flaunted on the internet guy. I don't know why. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, you were never, like,
0: pushing for people to come and call you while you were doing your show. And you weren't talking a lot, either. It was mostly music.
1: I would talk about upcoming concerts and stuff. Yeah.
0: What are the upcoming concerts?
1: Right now? I don't know.
0: Any big ones you're going to see this year?
1: Smashing Pumpkins and August... I think that's pretty much it right now i was gonna go because um slash is gonna be touring with his solo band after this leg of the gnr tour is done yeah he's playing in new buffalo michigan at the casino on a saturday night so i was thinking you know it'd be like great to go up there kind of yeah. gamble a little bit go to a show yep. stay the night but you know it's, it's just kind of like it's out of state and i got something going on Woo! with that
0: in the air. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. not as easy to do when it's not as close. No. Yeah, I'm uh, seeing actually I'm seeing Grateful Dead on Saturday. Uh, Isn't it Dead and Company? Dead and Company, correct. Which I think is John Mayer. John Mayer. Yeah, and then the Grateful Dead band. Uh oh. I didn't
1: uh, know. You, I didn't know you were in the jam
0: band. I'm not. Uh, my mom is uh, re- requiring me to go. I'm not. Uh, I'm not pushing it down you know if she really wants me to go i'm gonna go see it and i will uh, give my review next week
1: dude jam bands are popular
0: yeah yeah it's a different experience right it's a different type of uh show that i've been to in the past so it should be something different
1: i i actually i, I know a lot of people who go to those shows like that and when fish was touring i yeah. can't really think of any i just think of those two i can't really think of any other jam bands yeah do you think oar is a
0: jam band do you consider them a jam band
1: no, a, a jam band is like you just play like yeah. You could play like a twenty-five minute song.
0: Yeah, but they have some songs like that.
1: I'm not like too big into O.A.R. I, they were yeah. like pretty popular with my group of friends in high school, but I never got too into them, so I, I honestly don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, then the other one I'm going to see is uh, Black Star, which is Mo deaf and Talib Kweli. They're playing at uh, Taste of Chicago, which I've never been to. Taste of Chicago, and I don't really want to see anything there
1: except for them perform. You didn't even go as, like, a kid? No. 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 I, I bet it's very expensive, though. The money truck, baby! Yeah, I'm going to try
0: to get it. You know, yeah, ideally I'd like to not pay the uh, the full price, but yeah, I'm sure it is probably kind of
1: stupidly expensive.
0: And I've heard it's just always super crowded and just kind of difficult to get
1: around. I haven't been there since I was a kid. I just remember it being, like, super hot. When is it?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's in like July time. I, to, I have it somewhere on my calendar. But yeah, I agree. that's, a that's, hot that's month. what I've heard. Yeah, July is not so great. So cool, man. Yeah, what's been going on with you, Pat, the
1: past uh, week or so? Past week or so, um, I got really angry at a Taco Bell recently. I was in Humboldt Park on Saturday. I never hung out there before. Went to restaurant, got some cheese balls, which is just literally like deep fried like cream cheese with chives in it. Okay, but they were scrumptious and then some pizza and uh working last weekend i'm working again this weekend that's why they call me they call me the working man
0: you're a mover and a shaker pat do you ever tell uh, girls that they like to hear that a shaker you're a mover <laughs> and a shaker
1: i don't, I don't know <laughs> no but i like that i'm gonna start yeah, saying it
0: just tell people that uh it, uh yeah. i shake it yeah <laughs> well yeah exactly um, well, nice, Pat. Nice. Uh, recommend those cheese balls. They're basically just like cheese curds, but instead of like a cheddar cheese, it's a it's a cream cheese with chives in it. They're a lot bigger. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. It up. So uh, there's a sign out in my uh, going into my neighborhood right now that says it's a free sewing class for kids, and uh, we brought up a point. My family's driving by, and it's basically just a sweatshop, right? I mean,
1: that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah,
0: exactly. You're teaching kids how to sew, and it's like, hey, look, we can try sewing all these things. And look, let's keep trying. Here's a more advanced class. Now we're going to make 50 of these t shirts and 50 of these dresses. And, And, you know, it just keeps escalating from there and there. And at some point, it's like, and, you know, maybe the kids can bring home, oh, here's a bring home your own, you know, maybe you made a. Quilt. A quilt. Here, bring home your own quilt. And then, like, the whole rest of the time. It's like uh, in Happy Gilmore when he's getting the old people, when Ben Stiller's getting all the old people to uh, to make crafts. a bunch of quilts. Yeah, crafts. And uh, <laughs> they're just stuck doing that, but they're really just making stuff. And the guy's selling, you know, handmade quality shit, as he calls it. And I think that's the same thing that's kind of going with this kids' sewing class. I think it'd be pretty hard for that to not be happening. Where was this? Uh, I don't know where it is, but it, the sign was outside in my neighborhood. So shout out
1: to South Belgium. Uh so Mean Street.
0: The Mean Street, exactly. So I also went to uh the comedy show over the weekend. And again? I did, yeah, I tend to go to a lot of comedy shows. This is uh Zany's a local one. And Vaughn had never, you know, Vaughn has, was on the show last week as had never been to a, a real comedy club type of that. He just turned twenty one. So we go to uh we go there and there was this guy that was like kind of just on the side of the stage, and he kept like heckling, right? And he looked very uh, uh, skinhead-ish, you know, he had, uh, no hair on the top, big a big beard, a bunch of tattoos. He was just kind of the whole time he was just kind of yelling out some stuff, right? He may, maybe just he a few little comments here and there, like during the MC and during the opener, and then. Uh, the main guy goes on the headliner. A guy named he calls himself Mister Lucky, and I would seen him before, but he's he's pretty solid. And I, you know, he didn't repeat a lot of the same jokes. And anyway, the guy's going, and, and the whole the whole bit here is he was saying uh, how do you pronounce different things. This is the comedian. He was saying, you know, some people say envelope, some people say envelope, and some people say, uh, you know, he was going through these different types of things, roof or roof you know, that kind of thing. And then the guy on the side that was yelling stuff the whole time, he yells out, "How do you say fucking band aid?" And then the, Mr. Lucky says, uh, I don't know, fucking Band-Aid. And then the guy said, what's with your fucking Band-Aid on the back of your neck? And then the uh, Mr. Lucky's like, I just got surgery last week. And then he says something about, like, what's up with your transvestite girlfriend? You know, something like, <laughs> you know, the comedian <laughs> responded, uh, you know, it's some sort of, I can't remember exactly. I think that's what he said. It's He definitely said that at some point um, to the guy. You know, like good comedians, the big difference between like a really good comedian and a not good comedian is how they are able to respond to hecklers because it happens a lot more than you'd think in these smaller clubs. Uh, it doesn't, and even happen. Actually, it even happened in Joe Rogan. There was some guy yelling out stuff. Um, really? Yeah. No, it, it it happens quite a bit at comedy shows, and you you got to know how to deal with it. You got to be quick on your feet, and you got to know how to deal with it. This guy was good, Mister Lucky was good. He. He you know, came back and then it ended up before the security was able to come over, because this guy just did not stop but just keep saying stuff. And uh, the guy, the skinhead guy got up and left with his girlfriend, and as he's walking past he says, That guy's mean <laughs> And it's like <laughs> this is like some like mid thirty year old tough guy. Yeah, this is like some mid exactly mid thirty year old guy, ton of tattoos, kinda of bigger guy and he's just like, That guy's mean <laughs> and Wyden walks out on his own admission. And it's just so ridiculous. It's like what do you like? Some people just cannot. I feel like hecklers are the people who make comments on YouTube. Oh, for sh- you know what? Very good point, Pat. Uh and there that's if that guy can do that in public, like imagine how many comments he's making on YouTube. Troll. He's a troll exactly. And you have Facebook to pay the troll debates. toll. Yes, you name it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's you're completely right, but just like if you dish it out, you have got to be able to take it as they say. Like this guy cannot just go ahead and yelling out things and, you know, just not take it in return. I'm not allowed to eat it with the skin. I'm not allowed. Well
1: at least he left gracefully.
0: He did. He did. It could have left. But it would have been more fun to leave uh and have him, you know, be dragged out of there. Would have been an even better story to tell you. Uh but it wasn't, so uh, I, I was glad to see there was nothing. But you were a little worried about like him this guy was kinda of scary guy, you like worried about him like waiting outside the place as the as the comedian leaves.
1: Dude, people are annoying. Like, I've been at concerts before where they're throwing, like, shit on the stage and then, like, the song stops. Or there was, like, one time they threw a beer on the stage, like, right before the band was going to come on and they had to delay the intro. Like, I I just don't get it. I I don't get why people have to make everything so difficult.
0: Well, you know, those people, like, there's people you work with in real life and there's people just friends you have, or maybe they're not friends anymore, but maybe they were friends. There's certain people that just like to make things more difficult. Like, I'm I'm the definite I like me I try to over maybe sometimes I oversimplify things. There's other people like to overcomplicate things. Like everything 100%. turns into a huge deal, and those people yep. uh, just add a lot of stress not only to their own lives but to everybody else's lives around them. So, uh, yeah, that's the type of person this guy probably was. To be fair, probably. Oh, big news in the Jeff Goldblum world! Before we get to the Jeff Goldblum movie review. Uh, Jeff Goldblum got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
1: He didn't have it yet?
0: No, he did not. He just wow. got it this past week. Big news for him. Big shout out. At- huge news. I would like to say I had some part of doing that, right? Uh, did he have a, a star before I did the was doing the Jeff Goldblum movie reviews?
1: That's weird. Like, I know musicians who have stars, and they're not even in movies. The, the star thing is so strange.
0: No, there's there's plenty of people that are, like, radio announcers or, uh, you know, producers or things like that. They don't have to be. There's definitely, yeah, mus- tons of musicians. There's some weird people like Kermit, I think, has a – Kermit the Frog has a, you know, has a Hollywood orchestra. Something like that. You know, it's like a, like they have animated people uh, that have – and what's the point of that? That's kind of stupid. Like, I don't know. So an, an animated a pretty character doesn't need slash walk has a, star. Has a star. Yeah, he probably does. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. It's 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 the walk of fame. It's not it's not just for for movie stars. It's for any sort of, you know, entertainment type person. Uh there's a lot on there that you don't know and there's a lot that are on, like you the, the walk is really long and there's spots where you go and like the stars are in front of some really shitty building. Like maybe it's just, you know, like a condemned building, and like a thing. Like the walk goes on for so long, it's not in the greatest areas at all parts of it. So uh, there's definitely, you know, priority spots in the Walk of Fame. But it's So huge. you're
1: a part of the exclusive club of IMDb. When does your star get on the Hollywood Walk of Fame?
0: Well, I could ask you the same thing as you also are on IMDb, Pat. How long till we get on there? Chub Step. Chub Step, exactly. Would it be Chubstep? Would it just be Chubstep, or would it be one for you and one for me, or or would it just say Pat and Jared? Chubstep. It would just say Chubstep. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I mean, I think I don't know how many podcasts where uh, both the people have uh, you know one at least one uh, IMDb credit, but it's I would say less than ten percent of podcasts out there uh, have have the two co hosts have an IMDb credit or more, right?
1: We're top tier.
0: We're top tier. I would say we're top tier. So if some of those other podcasts start getting on there, I think we should definitely, you know, I don't even know how you get voted in. I don't even know how that process happens, but we should try to get on there.
1: Yeah. Speaking of other podcasts, weren't we supposed to have a joint podcast this week?
0: Yeah, so we're trying to work out something with the real boys uh, to do a joint one with them. But I realized that Thursday was the only day that I could do it this week when I was making a big, and then that was the day that you could not. So that's just classic you know scheduling they have four people so it's going to be hard to get six of us on the same schedule uh to do it but uh we've agreed uh Jason is going to help us out record it and we're going to have uh six of us recording at once and I think what we're going to do is a 2 hour episode and we'll do the first part of it uh in in a chubstep style it doesn't have, well we'll be first cuz chubstep was first so uh, it first hour will be like in a chubstep <laughs> style of it and then so like we'll, we were here first yeah so we'll kind of run the show for the first hour and then the second hour will be them like in the real boy style so and then we'll contribute as part of that so we're going to work on that uh scheduling that in the next couple weeks here we'll you know we'll try to make sure this happens soon uh crossover episode because we've been talking about a file they've been doing their show for a long time we've been doing ours for almost three years now um so uh it's coming up on three years. so that you know, we it's about time that we did a joint podcast because we've never really done them. The other podcasts we're associated with, um, you know, it's just kind of hard to coordinate that many people and to get that many mics and that kind of stuff to make it all sound good. So we're working on that. It's
1: hard to do it with just two people, isn't it? It's hard Jerry? enough.
0: It's exactly. It's hard enough for you and me to find time with just the two of us. So to getting another whole person is uh, is is not you know whatever. So uh, Pat, I uh, I went to. A uh, uh, Charity golf outing This was like two weeks ago And it's one that I go to every year I like it a lot It's for the American Brain Tumor Association There was a We got paired up with it was a scramble So you play four people The best ball Everybody hits their ball Whoever the best shot Everybody else moves their ball over there It's, a, it's kind of a fun way to play a golf tournament Anyway uh, I was teamed up with the uh, Chief of police He had been chief of police for like 24 years For one of the suburbs in Chicago and what I found was interesting from him because we were you know, you get somebody that's a police officer and you kind of ask him some questions that you've always kind of wondered, you know, that kind of thing. So we we're getting some in-depth stuff about, uh, you know, different like ways they handle certain things like what's the craziest story as that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, it's some good stuff to say. But one of the interesting things that he said is he said the biggest discrepancy between what you hear on the media with police. Well, he said one of the biggest things. Uh, between what you hear with the media at police and what the reality is, as he said, is the thing with uh, with drugs and jail time. So he said that there, you know, he's been, like I said, 24 years, he had been a police chief, and he said there is nobody that is in an Illinois prison that is in there for a small uh, drug charge, for like a small amount of marijuana, I should say. You mean marijuana? Yeah, I mean small marijuana, right? You, I feel like you hear a lot of times on the media that like, like our jails are full of some guy that had like a dime bag of of marijuana and now he's in jail for you know a couple of years and that's like what our what our prisons are filled with he's saying there's not one person he said the only people that are in the, you know he said we've been doing fines for marijuana since like the 70s with like small doses and things like that um he said the only person you know the only people that are in there for marijuana are if you have like truck like a truckload amount or if there's violence involved like if blood was drawn at some point Uh, during the arrest, that kind of thing.
1: It's just grass, man. Yeah. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. I just think it's an interesting, like, and I'm so, honestly, I really am so indifferent on that whole thing. I really, like, legalize it. I really don't care at all. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not in. Yeah. I (laughs) I really don't care. (laughs) It doesn't affect me at all. I don't really, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not, yeah, I'm not into drugs at any point, but, like, I don't really care if other people do. It really doesn't affect me at all. But, I just think it's an interesting thing from how different you hear on the media uh you know, just to hear it from the actual like an inside source, you know. Uh I thought that was Don't uh, trust
1: the news, man.
0: Yeah. Well we've you know, there's a lot of that going around. I think it's it's interesting the amount I feel like the news is uh credibility. Did you ever feel like uh when you were fifteen, uh that you questioned anything that was in the news?
1: I don't know. When I was fifteen I wasn't thinking about that. I was you're right.
0: That's a good point. I guess I wasn't. I just feel like the uh the validity of just news sources in general in the past like i don't know maybe three years a lot of people start questioning stuff and maybe 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 again maybe we're just noticing that because we're a little older now um but i feel like before just kind of you just kind of trusted what you heard everywhere and now it's i think feel like there's a lot more questioning of stuff um just you know i hey i'm just saying and that's my segment hey i'm just saying
1: I feel like the news just tries to do whatever's best for their own ratings, whether that's influencing bad or not. And usually it is like, you know, I I don't think we need to be talking about all these like violent crimes all the time. You know, they just blow that up. And then it's like some crazy nut somewhere is seeing this and he's like, Oh, how can I top that? You know?
0: Yeah. You know, and Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. And I, and may, again, maybe we'd never just, uh, you know, Thought about it before. I, I I just feel like it's being exposed more, or people are talking about it more now. But or maybe we're just at that age. But yes, I agree with you, Pat. It's a lot. Every, it's a business in the end, so they have to get a certain number of clicks. They have to get a certain number of views to make money from advertisers. So they have to do things that are going to draw attention, right? Yeah. But you just hope at the same time it's truthful. So, uh here we go, Pat. um Was there something you wanted to get to?
1: Um. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking, you know, I haven't done booze news in a while.
0: That's true. Let's hear it. I got uh, booze news.
1: Okay, this is out of a San Francisco news station, speaking of the news. Perfect. uh, Las Vegas-based company, Buzz Pop Cocktails. It's basically like a a push pop, like an ice pop. Yeah. 15% alcohol. That's 30 proof. More booze than a glass of wine. That Mm -hmm. sounds like a tasty treat on a hot day. What do you think?
0: So, it's, so you just get, like, a Popsicle, but it's got, 15%, it's got more alcohol than a glass of wine. Uh, yes. It's, I, I think it's a cool way to do it. Um, so they probably have a variety of flavors, right? They're probably using some sort of, like, vodka or something, like, that doesn't as minimal there, taste. So, that yeah, using. they didn't
1: get too much into the flavors, but they had, like, a picture of, like, it had to be, like, 10 different flavors.
0: Well, so what would be fun is to have them, like, the same type of ones you would get as a kid. Right, Pat? What were, your, what were some of your favorite ones from ice cream, like the Ice Cream Man? Um uh, bomb pop. Bomb pop, yep. So it'd be funny like I have a bomb, bomb pop, pop alcohol you know, like one that just looked like a bomb pop that was, you know, alcohol in it. A bomb pop's like
1: a popular female drink actually. It's like um you know those like weird cups for the Jaeger bombs with like the shot in the middle and you yes. know, room to like pour alcohol yep. around? Yep. I, yeah. I was camping one time and they were making bomb pops. It was like Mike's hard lemonade um, UV Blue and yeah. then like Cherry Grenadine
0: okay that makes sense yeah
1: so like it like already exists kind of as a cocktail got it got yeah it. as a popsicle
0: yeah you could do That'd that sweet the two ball screwball with the two gumballs at the bottom it's like uh, plastic cone shaped you ever had that ball one
1: two ball screwball no I'm just thinking of like the Spongebob popsicle right oh now Spongebob the classic.
0: that's what I'm saying I would like to recreate those all those classics and put them uh you know you know in in the alcohol drinks i think you could get a nice little throwback type thing but i think it's uh it is a perfect thing for for a summer type activity right there's a ton of those drinks that like are always better during the summer like coronas summer shandies that kind of thing it's uh it would be nice to have a, like a popsicle type thing to go along with it why not everybody loves a popsicle Yeah,
1: speak for everyone, Jared.
0: Well, you can't. uh, Also, you can't look that manly eating a popsicle. What are your thoughts on that?
1: No, you don't look very manly. It's more of like a kid thing. It is. Yeah. I don't. I don't see. I don't see adults have popsicles. So you don't like this? No, I do like it. It's like a push pop. It's probably tasty, and it gives you like a small little buzz if you have enough of them.
0: Yeah. Do you worry about its phallic shape as an issue? Because, like, I would feel like if I'm going to try to like say i was at some place and they were just serving bunch of these push pops like it looks it looks pretty feminine for me to be uh pushing this phallic shape into my mouth and trying to go talk to some girl you know what i'm saying Can a twink be a top, or is that reserved for bears? I'm sure there's a great deal of switching back and forth, but I think more often than not, bears are tops, uh, unless they happen to be power bottoms. What's a power bottom? A power bottom is a bottom that is capable of receiving an enormous amount of power. Actually, Mac, you got it backwards. You see, a power bottom's actually generating all the power by doing most of the work. Does the power have to do with the size or the strength of the bottom? Now, Dennis, I've heard that speed has something to do with it. Speed has everything to do with it. You see, the speed of the bottom informs the top how much pressure he's supposed to apply. speed's the name of the
1: game i i think it's pretty feminine of you to even think of that scenario okay fair enough
0: agree to disagree pat
1: so let me guess jared you don't like eating hot dogs you don't like eating bananas all these sorts of things because you're going to turn it into a gay thing
0: no 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 i just want it uh like in public because you'll be eating these in public you
1: ever gone to a baseball game and had a hot dog? It's like the same thing.
0: That's true. You know, it's a good point, Pat. Um, but but it's, it, it, let's forget the phallic part. Let's talk about just that. It's it's very. It seems a little child. Like you don't you, have to suck on a popsicle, Jared. You can bite it. You, I always have a hard time with that with the teeth. I could never bite down on icy stuff.
1: Well, you should try.
0: Yeah, I should. I really should. Um, thank you for that, Pat. I like it, Pat. In general, I like it. Yes. I think I would just have a little. I think like I would. I I would love to see The Rock try to eat like a uh, one of these push ups I think it'd just be funny. I want to see more, uh, very you know like big guys uh, eating these popsicles. That's all I want to see. What what is
1: the proper asking. way
0: to eat a popsicle? Aren't you supposed to lick it? Uh, I it depends on how fast some melt faster than others, right? So sometimes it kind of sucks. <laughs> you 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 start licking it, and then the thing just starts falling off on your shirt. Sometimes you kind of just... Let's get into the science of this. Are you supposed to lick it? Are you supposed to suck it? Or are you supposed to bite it? That's the thing. I always kind of uh, sucked it until it got smaller. And then you kind of like, kind of pinch down on it and break off the end of it.
1: <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> 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 that's quite the way to eat a popsicle, Jared. Yeah. What's
0: your th- let me hear your popsicle eating, Pat.
1: I told you I bite it you really just
0: bite it you don't bite off
1: little no you bite off like little pieces here and there
0: you wait for it to melt a little bit then you bite off a piece
1: I mean you start you give it a nice lick you know let it melt a little bit and then you start biting it off piece by piece
0: I just have not gone over the whole biting it thing so I'll do that alright how about a Jeff (laughs) Goldblum movie review
1: okay Hi. hi
0: hi I'm Jeff Goldblum
1: Into his pocket.
0: Ah. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit.
1: Goldblum is content.
0: Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me. Okay. Um, in 1977, here we get another throwback to the 70s Goldblum movie. movie came out called Between the Lines. And uh, this movie is about an underground... Newspaper that's getting about to be taken over by a big business. It's about to be uh, bought out, basically. And so there's a group of about our age people. Uh, They're all none of them are making good money. They're all kind of doing like the stories, you know, that other newspapers aren't doing. Like there, there is one, like a guy, Jeff, uh, not Jeff Goldblum. Somebody else is doing a story on um, like uh, female strippers and that kind of thing. Somebody's, you know, there's a bunch of little stories that are like. You, like a little more out there stories than maybe traditional cover, you know, stories when it cover and covering the good stuff. Anyway, it's they're super into, uh, you know, like, do we move, we're not getting paid enough, but like this is what we love to do. It's that kind of like a passion type thing. It's starring John Hurd. John Hurd, I recognized as uh, in White Chicks. He is the dad um, of, of one of the girls in the Hamptons. Uh, he ends up being the bad guy. Uh, spoiler alert for White Chicks. He ends up being the uh, bad Wait, guy. Is that
1: the guy who just died last year? He died recently. He was in Home Alone, too, wasn't yes. he? Yes,
0: yep, that's the right guy, Pat. The
1: dad in Home Alone.
0: Yep, you're right.
1: Yeah.
0: Good call, Pat. Good connection there. This is like a little more obscure of one, and I'm, I'm surprised you got that. <laughs> um, Jeff Gold. I've seen White Chicks many times. Yeah, so have I, so have I. I so, I. Uh, so <laughs> uh, that, yeah, he's on there. Uh, the The... Uh, Bruce Mathis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is in there, who was actually uh, a D a and Dennis's real dad in the show. Um, other than that, a uh, couple of people I recognize, but but not like people that I would you know go ahead and make a connection to. But uh, the the movie, it's uh, it's to me, you're watching it and it's like it's very it feels very 70s, right? It's very like slice of life. Here's what it'd be like to work in this thing not overly dramatic, not, it's like not too over the top in anything. It kind of heats up at the end. There's some, you know, climax, that kind of stuff. But like it, it, to me, it was actually one of the most forgettable Jeff Goblin movies I've watched. Um, I just like, I, I watched it very recently and I've already forgotten a lot of what happens in it. And it's just like, I, I, it's not a bad movie. But it's for some like there's so many movies like that, right? That you're like, there was a movie I watched one time, and I wa- I ended up watching all about to the last like 15 minutes movie, and I realized I would seen that movie before. Um, and well, that, I, I haven't had that happen. Yeah, it's a World War II movie about this uh, Jewish camp that's hiding from the Nazis, and it has uh, the guy who was the guy uh, that's James Bond right now.
1: Don't know his name. Yeah.
0: Right, whoever the guy... Know the face.
1: Can't think of it. Yeah. Name.
0: Whoever plays James on right now and then Leah uh, Shriver, The two of them. Anyway, I'd seen that movie. It's, again, just like there's movies that are just like not bad or good. Uh, you're not upset when you're done watching it, but you're just like, oh, all right, that was just some time, you know. I, it, that, And that's exactly how this movie was. It's like the definition, maybe more lower tier because it was so forgettable, uh, but still middle tier movie for me because it's not a horrible movie. It's just like it's so just... No, nothing very unique about it. I don't know. It didn't hate this movie. Just didn't. It was just so average to me. So, uh, it's a Harry Connick Jr. and a Jeff Goldmove review scale. 1970s, between the lines.
1: Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Um, something else you want to get through, Pat? I noticed this. Um, someone mentioned it at work. There's this new game system coming out called, uh, Polymega. Have you heard of it? I have not. Polymega is going to be like, um, like a hybrid system that will let you play all of your old games so it's like nintendo nes playstation sega genesis you could play it all from one console and that's supposed to come out uh, i don't think they have a release date but um it made me think a little bit like we're bringing back all these old games that you remember being awesome as a kid i think we've kind of talked about this with like tv shows or something maybe but like it's like Bringing back the past and like all the evolution of gaming that's going on, don't you think it's gonna make you realize like how not that great those games are now?
0: Yeah, you no, know, it does. It's like certain games still hold up well because you just have a, such a nostalgia feeling to them. Like to me, it's n64 games hold up well because they're simple and they still like they're cartoony. So the graph, they're not trying to be realistic. So it's it's the graphics. It's okay for them to be bad. And some some old. Super Nintendo type games still hold up, but like if you try playing like an Xbox game, original Xbox game, there's very few of those that hold up well because it's like they're that's when it kind of switched over to trying to look nicer, and even so, a lot well, of the yeah, Xbox they're talking about
1: the first PlayStation here.
0: That's the kind like, of stuff. That's to me, those are probably the worst games that you could play. Um, like Crash Bandicoot,
1: I guess. Crash, like yeah, and Crash Bandicoot's that's a little like different. Okay. That's,
0: yeah, that might be still okay, but there's a lot that are I to me, yes, bad. it is better because it's better in your head. You you spent a lot of time playing a game and, you know, at the time it was top-notch. It was like, it was the, the top of the technology spectrum, and then you know, it. there's a reason it gets phased out, right? If it was that great, you'd still be playing it now. But you don't because there's better things that have come yeah, out.
1: Yeah, it evolves.
0: Yeah, you've evolved, and the games have evolved, and so I think, that kind of thing, I think it's cool for, like, a little bit. I feel like it's one of those things that you would get, and then you'd play it for like uh, you know, like a somebody, month. You'd play it for mu- like yes. a month, and yep. then you wouldn't do anything with it. Exactly. Uh, there's some Christmas gifts every, you know, every year as you're growing up. that were probably like that as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like something that in theory you're like, oh, I really wanted it, really. Wanted, you play it for like a month, and you're done with it. That's uh, kind of a common thing, and that's exactly how I see this being. How about this for Tanzanian news here, Pat? <laughs> the infection causes immediate respiratory failure. Scientists claim that The patient is now transmitting. You know what
1: Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wasi. It's a wasi. It's, was, it's a fairy dust. What are you,
0: from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Um, bats wreak havoc in Tanzania's tourist town. Bats? Bats.
1: Oh, I hate bats.
0: Yeah, bats are kind of scary. Um, they're cool, right? I they're, got they're pooped on. So that's what this is talking about, actually. That's part of the problem here is that the, pat, the, the bat's droppings can um, uh, contaminate soil with fungus that caused histoplasmosis, which is obviously very serious. Uh, but they also carry a lot of bacteria and viruses harmful to people. So getting pooped on them is very bad. Uh, but apparently there's, like, it started as just kind of a cool thing that people want to see the bats, and now it's, like, to the point where it's so, it's so over the top that they're having to uh, – this is in Arusha, Tanzania – that they're having to, like, bring in, uh, you know, like a an outside animal control service to try to minimize these bats. So I it's just, like – of all the animals, I'm trying to think what is like worst animal to be, what's the best animal to be overrun by, right? Say if you have a town and it has to be overrun by one animal, what's like the best case scenario?
1: Like, um, first initial thought was dogs, but then not, not every dog's going to like, just be like, um, like a pet dog, No, you know, especially if they're out on the street. No. And, and that's, and you... I told you when I used to train, I, I got chased by dogs. Yeah. all the time. So yeah, I, I don't see that as being a good thing. No. Um, Cats, I have bad experience with cats.
0: Yeah,
1: I hate birds.
0: Yep, birds would be bad.
1: Um, uh, I, like you can't even say bugs.
0: No, oh, no, I would not. You can't go even with say bugs. bugs. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, what uh, about fish? Well, that'd be kind of difficult. Doesn't really make yeah, sense. Really make sense. <laughs> 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 but I like the idea of it, bad. I like the idea of it. Yeah, any sort of like lizards or frogs could be kind of bad. I feel like that'd be gross.
1: Why would frogs be bad?
0: I, ah, maybe they wouldn't. I, you're right. Actually, you know what? You're right, Pat. That'd be the frogs, loud. They'd be loud. You're right. It would be hard to sleep. Um, that'd be bad. I would think, uh, I was thinking like maybe koala bears wouldn't be the worst. Koala bears? <laughs> I was just trying to think of something that's like kind of so cuddly and nice. Yeah. Uh, and they're kind of small. They're not huge. So it would be a little maybe more manageable. Pandas. Like pandas are kind of big though. And I feel like, uh,
1: I feel like they can be the a way. lot more violent than we think.
0: I agree with that. I think bear, they're bears still. So, yeah, any <laughs> any sort of bear, probably not great. Uh, but, you know, you can't have, like, mice or rats or that kind of thing that's going to get you some sort of sickness. But uh, No,
1: no. Those are, those are the street version of bats. Yeah. The thing with
0: pandas, though, I feel like they'd get in the street a lot and just sit there. And you're trying to like honk your horn to get around, so that might be
1: one of my favorite videos. Is of the do you ever see the video of the panda playing in the snow? No, oh, it was that like it was shot at some zoo, it was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I like that, Pat. I do (laughs) great. Yeah, (laughs) any emails? Oh, yeah, we do have an email. Sorry, good call, Pat. Thank you. Uh, and the email is actually from Rosalie, who again, we're planning on getting the show. I actually. Message her today about being on the show, but I messaged her a little bit late, so we didn't, weren't able to work work that out. But we will have her on an upcoming show. She wants to, uh, she wants to. Uh Talk about uh, you being a Libra, Pat. It's uh, some talk about your your sign.
1: Oh God!
0: And so we're gonna have some good in depth stuff about that. We need some more horoscope stuff on that show. We get a lot of emails that I don't read aloud that are about like what our horoscopes and that kind of <laughs> thing. So it's a big com- it's a topic conversation. I, just, I
1: that, That's one thing I've never got, man, because yeah. of the month you're born in. It says a lot about you. I it does,
0: Pat. It does. I can tell a lot about you. On the month you're born, so we'll get into some more uh, from from that. I'm always a big uh, Chinese zodiac guy, but we'll we'll skip that part for now. I think the year you were born is of even listeners, better. Listeners, I have yeah. to give
1: a shout out to Russo for his T-shirt. Did you see the T-shirt? What was the T-shirt? It said I would rather be listening to the 1999 Grammy Award-winning "Smooth" <laughs> by Carlos Santana featuring. Rob Thomas of Matchbox yes. Twenty. Yes, I
0: did see that. I did see that. That, that was, was so hilarious. much
1: wording in one T-shirt. Oh, it's I perfect. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, the Grammy Award. That's shout the out, best n- part. Nice yeah. T-shirt, Nick. Yeah, nice. Yes, and he had a birthday last week, so shout out to him. So uh, here we go. This is from Rosalie. It says, "Boys, I've recently been posed a great question that changed my way of thinking. If you ever were talented enough to be a professional baseball player, what would be your walking up at Batsong? song? Uh, keep in mind, it has to hype you up, but also." The crowd, my immediate pick was Pony by Genuine. Uh but what is yours and why? So we've have we talked about this, Pat? I know I've talked about this internally. I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not.
1: Probably not on the show. I have this conversation with people all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: At baseball games, I feel like that's when it comes up.
1: I know mine. You want me to just say it? I yeah. No, I want you to keep it to yourself, Pat. That'd be great pod. <laughs> um my song would be Man in the Box by Allison Chains. Okay. One, because it's a jam, and two, because it's a man in the batter's box. Man in the box.
0: Hmm. Okay, I like that. That does make sense. There's a double double meaning there. And I think that works. Yeah. That. Have you heard anybody have that song as a walk-up song?
1: No, I have not heard that. And I always wonder, like, that's a, it's a pretty popular song. Like, you might not know it off the top of your head. I do. But That's a very yeah.
0: popular song. Yeah, I do.
1: So I was I was surprised. I, I've never heard that one. Yes. Um you know, th- there's a lot of um baseball players from Latin countries now, so like a lot of the songs that I've heard are like not even in English.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the, but the, which is fine so nice 'cause it has a nice beat and it's more really more what's up to them. They do get to pick, right? Is that correct, Pat?
1: Yeah, they get to pick.
0: Okay. I was kind of thinking uh the song uh Drive It Like I Stole It. Oh, that's a different version of it. Maybe I do a shaggy and sing song, Pat. Oh, geez, you're bound to strike out. Uh, have you ever seen somebody? Oh, it's apathy that sings that song. Um. Uh. Okay. You know, maybe I'd change that, Pat. A lot of the songs I like, like the, my problem is a lot of songs I like are not songs that other people, you know, that other people know. Uh. So you can't really have the song. So that's, that, that... it doesn't have yeah, to. Yeah. It, it. It. I agree, but like people kind of want something to that pumps them up a little bit too, right? They like to know. It's like in karaoke, Karaoke, you can't do some song. like Even if you're an okay singer, if you're not an amazing singer, you have to pick a song that everybody in the bar likes so they can kind of sing along with it so they don't hear how bad you are at singing. And also so that they kind of get excited by the song. If you're just doing like some song that you like and nobody else likes, that's like the worst karaoke ever.
1: Um, you're a fastball fan. Pick some fastball.
0: Oh, that's a good point. How about the way? Yeah, the way by fastball. Um,
1: fastball it's baseball related kind of that's a good
0: point i do like that we used to play uh the way quite a bit on uh the old uh market radio days yeah you're right you're right pat i like fastball the way but it's it's not really a pump-up song but i think i would mix it up have you ever heard have, has anybody a baseball player ever changed up their song because they were doing bad
1: yeah that's totally a thing
0: yeah so there yeah, was I,
1: one guy yeah. There was one guy who had one song that he wanted played during day games and one song he wanted to play at night.
0: And they did it for him.
1: They did. And then there was one guy who, every at bat, he wanted the next song on a CD. Like, it's, yeah, it's a thing. (laughs) They get, yeah.
0: Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of there. You know, they get to kind of mess around with it. It's probably the advantage of being, one of the advantages of being a professional baseball player. Um, Sure. But you know what? I'm going back to my original thing. I'm going to go with Drive It Like I Stole It by Apathy um it's a ridiculous song it's from the midnight Ride club
1: it. i mean that's kind of that's kind of punny with baseball good point good like, point yep there you go
0: there you go and uh it's from the uh the hit video game soundtrack midnight club dub edition on on original xbox which again the game if i probably would play now i probably would hate it i probably would hate it, it probably would not be fun but it had a good soundtrack and that for it will, that will always be the case Yo, know, thank you for that rosalie Thank you for the email. People email the show at chubstep.podcast at gmail.com So Pat I'd like to do uh, I think in the next uh, we should try to, we'll try to do this uh, joint podcast. I think in the next let's try to plan in the next two weeks we're going to do the the psychic thing. I'll try to set up a time. I want to do it. We've been talking about it forever. People the anticipating the anticipation has been building for this. Us seeing uh, the psychic um, and to see what our experience is like with it. And I think it's about time we do it.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, people, yeah, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out uh, Tanzania, what's going on there. Always look that up. Jeff Goldblum, everybody, make sure to congratulate him on uh, his uh, Twitter. accomplishment. He's on Twitter. He's probably on Twitter. I know he's on Instagram. I, he just got uh, started on Instagram, and it's pretty solid. He is uh, He's a pretty good follow on Instagram because – what he does is he uh he has a lot of just ridiculous pictures and then he posts a lot of like the fan art stuff. Like people people do a ton of Jeff Goldblum just pictures and like weird paintings and stuff like that. Uh when I get my pay, when when I get my place, uh it would be great to have a Jeff Goldblum picture or painting in, in it. Um So there we go. Uh also uh rate the show on iTunes if you if you write the show on iTunes, we'll write a review about it. And Chubstep Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. And the show has ended.
1: Rest your case. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.